Today marks the accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. Experts hit it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. Oh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? How are you doing? I am doing much better, guys. Thanks for waiting. I still feel the tooth. Just something's not quite right. Oh, boy. But it's been better. I think I told some of you what happened, but long story short, they removed my wisdom teeth last year. Mm-hmm. That's my- why the podcast just has really gone downhill. <laughs> Teresa's lost all of her wisdom. Sorry, dad joke. My two perfectly healthy wisdom teeth, because they said, hey, Teresa, you're in your 30s. They should have taken them out a long time ago. What if you get issues in the future? So I went the American way because in Czech, they don't touch your wisdom teeth unless you have issues. Hence, that's why I still had them at the age of 30-something. I don't know if that's the American way. I've never had a wisdom tooth removed, as you you guys can probably tell. Wait for it. No, you say the American way is like just pull the teeth out. Yeah. I I have them. They can see them, but they're not touching them. Oh, so maybe yours are in a good place. Mine were like so bad. So they basically said they're healthy. No, but you might end up having issues in the future. It's more difficult to remove an affected tooth, right? All right. Don't you sit over there and blame the ADA for your problems. Well, they suggested for like teenagers, if you are in your early 20s, to just take them out to avoid any future issues. That's Mm -hmm. not a joke. That's what I was told. Okay. Long story short, they took my healthy babies out. When they did, the teeth next to them were like, they like freaked out. They were like, what is happening? <laughs> Where'd my friends go? Exactly. One of them, one of them cracked last uh, year. Uh. And then that's why I had these continuing issues for a while. The other one was slowly cracking until basically now, but it didn't crack. It almost cracked. So they kind of caught it in time. They saved it. However, I was, it was a little painful and it was more painful than I thought it's going to be. So thanks for waiting, you guys. I just couldn't really talk. Yes, a little dental delay, but here we are to talk about Married at First Sight, season 17, episode 19. (laughs) This is just, what what a season there is. Let me just say this. Listening to our intro, I'm thinking, so many hopeful and naive people. This, This show is a shit show, and I'm changing my mind around Chloe a little bit because she did become a little silly, sexually Whoa. silly. Oh, well, plus, so far, they're the only couple who are like somehow making it. Well, because they're still early in their journey, everyone else is at decision day, they're like second True. week in. True, give it time, Teresa. I will give it a time, but. Yeah, I guess I guess she's peeling a little bit like a banana. That there is something to her. Teresa, that was not a banana. What do you mean? That was a dildo. The vibrator yeah. underneath the pillow. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But I feel like maybe I'm coming around okay. a little bit. A That's little all bit. it takes, folks, is a little sexuality, and Teresa is right. Well, in. I needed something from her. I needed. More. I don't, I don't just want her to that's be that's so like. That's silly. That's sexually frustrated. Don't confuse the two. No, but a little. Playing with yourself is not playing around having a good time. No, but her being open about it. Just I'm like, okay, like you're not afraid of certain things. You can have fun. With like yourself. A, adult fun, I Learn guess. Learn to have fun with others, but I'm with you. I'm just giving her a hard time. And then, Someone else will give her a hard time too. <laughs> All I'm saying is that. I saw that she's just almost 40. She's like, let me do something wild that's out of my comfort place, which she always says. And there's nothing to her. But I'm like, all right, like you are, you're opening up a little bit and you can have some fun. All right. Well, let's not give the whole thing away. A little business real quick. We're on Supercast and we're on Patreon. We're over there talking about the single life. Tis quite the season. 
over there. A lot of train oh, wrecks yeah. and, and and some honest singles looking for love. So it's been a fun season. If you want to hear our thoughts on it, check out Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality or Supercast, Married to Reality at Supercast.com. Not only are we talking about the single life, but it's ad-free. There's a special chat feature for Patreon members only. We yes. we put up bonuses once in a while for everyone. We just put up the a recap of the first nine episodes of Love is Blind. And the rest is coming. The rest is coming. And for the Family Affair bonus, we do a monthly just random show or topic. So check it out. A lot of good stuff over there. Also, on Instagram, if you guys were wondering, hey, where's Maths? What's going on with the Maths pod? Well, we posted on Instagram and we let you guys know that we had a little dental delay and that it would be coming this weekend. So if you're not following us on Instagram, do that at Married Reality Pod. Yes. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So no matter what we drop, when we drop, it'll come right to your device. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. <laughs> Guys, smash it like it's as hot as, as all Chloe's the divorce in the air. Oh, what? Sorry. Chloe's dildos is not that hot, to be honest. No. Like, everyone has a dildo. Uh, and the divorce is hot? I mean, for this season, that's that's hot because that's the theme. Also, did you say everyone has a dildo? <laughs> yeah. It is 2024. <laughs> I mean, I don't have you, <laughs> but I feel like if you don't have a good significant other, yeah. then you need to get a dildo. <laughs> Such an aggressive word. I said it once and now we said it about nine times. For some reason, vibrator has a, a nicer buzz to it. I know. I hate the word too. So I'm stop just, saying it. I'm just using because you said All it. Right. Well, smash looks as hot as the divorce, I guess. <laughs> it is the hot. The divorce in the air. Mm. Didn't even hear me because you oh, were I talking you. about the dildo. Oh, I heard you, Therese. I just was trying to make it make sense and I couldn't. The divorce in the air is hot? Yeah. Okay, a hot air balloon. Oh, all right. <laughs> now it's not making any sense because you let me talk too much. Because you overthought it. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love a little love. If you haven't left the review and you leave us a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. Without further ado, let's talk about it. Married at First Sight, Season 17, Episode 19. Let's start. Claire and Emily... Having a little chat, alone at the apartment. If Cameron is going to say yes on decision day, because remember last episode, he's like, oh, she says yes, I'll say yes. If he's going to say yes, why doesn't he just spend more time with Claire now? And here's what I'm interested about. And you guys called in and said that, They're not together because she's been kind of mouth bashing him on um, the after party, which I've been watching, but she hasn't been on in a while. Um, Maybe they do hang out in the background. We just don't see it because he doesn't want the cameras around him because it's stressful, right? She said they're not spending time together, though. I know. When she's talking to Emily, she's like, yeah, we're not really spending time together. But we heard that he would say yes. So those things don't. Makes sense. And then apparently he said, like, even if you cry on decision day, like, don't change your mind. We've already made our decision. It's like, well, if you've already made your decision, what was all that? Well, if she says yes, yeah. I'll, it, none of it. May, I think he speaks out of both sides of his ass and it's, and it's starting to upset me again. I think he is in a position that he maybe doesn't want to get stressed out. So he's just talking Ahead of time, telling her, let's take it easy. We made our decision, right? But yeah, him saying that if she says yes, he's going to say yes. I'm like, I don't get it. I think they should say no and stay friends. Sure. Because then there is no pressure. And if something sparks, then sure. I think this this is a lot of pressure. And if he does have a heart condition, Mm. that seems pretty serious. Like the last thing he should be doing is stressing. So... If they're having these conversation, I think it's okay. Yeah. He just does not want to stress himself out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's smart to say no on decision day. Stay friends, though. Yeah. They, see what happens. They need to. Yeah, Emily took this moment to praise Brennan for how he's really been there for her. For a hot minute. For a hot minute. Well, yeah. I'm glad she realizes we need to talk about things more openly. We've kind of been dancing around the tough questions 
And so she made dinner reservations and they're going to have dinner and really talk things Mm -hmm. through. Good, because they need to. Yeah. Before that, though, we see Becca and Austin. This couple does more activities than anyone. They're they're doing sex terrariums, pottery, wolf sanctuaries. They're always up to something. And you think, oh, look at them hanging out, having fun. I'm starting to think it's more like friend friends hanging out. It's like friend outings. Well, not really. You and I, we did a ceramics thing for a date night out. Romantically, we did it. We did it with a bottle of wine and... We had we a good. Did. We had a good time. For me, it seems just like because they don't want to get intimate at home. It's like let's stay busy. Let's let's just keep ourselves busy so that I don't have to reject you. Becca. Well, and it makes sense now because now I'm starting to really see where you are coming from. That he is not attracted Thank to her. You. But at the same time, I don't think he's fully not attracted to her. I think there is something. I think he likes her. As a friend. Maybe, but I believe that he is so aware of the cameras that he just doesn't want to look in any way. But her keeps saying, being honest, saying that he's a different person on and off the camera, which we've seen so many times. It's Brennan too. And now I'm thinking, yeah, maybe he is just trying to get through this, making sure... He doesn't look like an asshole because he keeps saying she makes me look like an asshole. And I respect trying to get through it. I don't love two different personalities. I don't love being somebody on camera that you're not off camera. But I at least respect let's make it to decision day and then make our decision. But yes, correct. But I think there is more to it. I don't think he's not fully attracted to her. He just sees her as a friend. I think there is something and something for her too. But they have so many issues. In a good way or a bad way, there's something. In a good way. I still think that there is a chance they will say yes on decision day. I know they will say no. No. no, I think he's going to say no. Of course. Yes. But the way she talks about it is that she complains, but then says, I love him. I still like I would consider saying yes because he's such a great person. So it's like she of course she wants it to work out. He just wants to reach decision day and say no. Correct. But then why isn't he just being a little more honest on on camera? Because we don't need to hear anymore. We know that he's putting on a front of a facade to look good like a great guy, solid partner. We know that he's acting differently on camera. So all he wants to do is look like the hero. If he breaks this poor girl's heart, he's not the hero. So what do you do? You play by the rules, you reach decision day, and then you let her down gently and just say, you know what? No, I, I, I love our connection, but I think it's more of a friendship. I, I, and I wasn't feeling the spark that I was hoping to feel, so I just have to say no. But he looks like a good guy for reaching the end in comparison to all these other people. I would also be curious to see that. Let's say, let's say they say no, or they, they say yes. Maybe when the cameras are away, there might be more. Like he would be himself fully. I think he goes from being frustrated to playing nice, right? And I listen. I have no idea how it feels to be followed by a camera crew. I would not allow it because I don't have that personality. So I can see how that's difficult. However, he signed up for this process, right? Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is that, yes, it sucks that he's putting up a show for us and then he's not being like this, open-minded and maybe touchy-feely off-camera. But I still think that there could be a chance for them when the cameras leave and they can be fully themselves, like fully without any interruption. Here's how not into her he is, is that apparently he'll freak out over small things like the washing machine door being left open. Okay. If he was vibing her, if he was hot for her, that would not bother him. He would look the other way. He would shut the door. He would do the laundry for her. If he was into her. But the fact that every little thing is getting on his nerves and he's freaking out about it, 
proves to me that he's just not into her at all. I do your laundry. Yeah, you sure do. <laughs> and it better not change. <laughs> you know what my point is? I do, but I think, okay, okay. I am a very, like, I have things, I have ways of doing things, right? Like, I gave you a few classes on folding the laundry and I st- things need to be done a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. But we talk through things and we've been together for so long that you we slowly learn these things about each other, right? They're put, they've been put into this marriage that, let's say, if something bugs you and the person doesn't do it, there are other issues. You're going to exaggerate it. Like, if you yeah, kept- there's other issues. Like, you're not attracted to that person. Potentially. A hundred percent. Think about a person you don't like. Now imagine them doing something like leaving leaving a dirty dish on the table. Oh, I would be so You'd mad. You'd be so pissed. Think about someone you love leaving a dirty dish on the table. You just put the dish away. You no, no, I would bring it up to your attention. <laughs> I would say, hey, John, this is this cannot be happening. We're going to have roaches. Okay. You catch me. But I would be nice about it. I wouldn't be an asshole. Okay. Okay. I... I'm very team Becca. I'm, I'm team Becca I'm too. Very team ju- Becca. Let me just make it clear. I'm team Becca and I love how honest and open she is about things. I I am borderline going to use the G word. I won't because I think it's overly used and misused. But at the very least, Austin is lying to Becca. And it's sad because he just keeps saying, oh, no, I'm into you. No, no. Oh, you don't feel like I like you? Oh, I I do. Trust me, I like you. And she's like, actions speak louder than words. You keep saying this, but you don't show me that in any way whatsoever. The only time I'm going to be with Austin is that when they're making ceramics, your hands are dirty, right? If you're cold and you want someone else's jacket, wash your hands. Wash your hands to get your own jacket. I, I agree with you. I would be mad if you did that. I would be mad because... Well, for for me, it was a test. Like, why wouldn't you grab your own jacket? I know she's like, oh, yours is fleece lined. I think it was a test. And I think she set him up so that he would show that he was a little bit of an ass. I would be pissed, too. Like, if you have dirty hands, don't touch my clothes. I'm serious. No, I know. I'm I'm (laughs) Team Austin in that one tiny instance because I think she was setting him up. I think it was a test. If you're cold, grab your own jacket. No, if you're cold... If she washed her hands and said, hey, I'm grabbing your jacket because it's fle- it has a fleece in it, I don't see an issue. Yeah. The fact that she had her hands dirty and then she got annoyed about it and grabbed her own jacket, then that was on you, Becca. Just wash your hands. Like, yes, wash your hands. Yeah. And then back home, we saw the Nest camera footage and Austin, again, is just upset at Becca for making him look bad on camera. I've been calling it for the last 14 episodes. He wants to look like a good guy. He wants people to like him. And so he puts on this facade, but behind closed doors, you get the real Austin. Well, this is what sucks about it because not just that it sucks for Becca, it sucks that both of them are not getting the full experience because he's so uber aware, saying millions of people are going to see that you're making me look like a terrible person. It's like... Well, how about you try to be yourself because you signed up for this? Yeah, but if you're not into it, you're not into it. So, but be not into it on camera too. Let us see it. No, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't, I don't support Austin's behavior or approach at all. The only bone I'll throw him is that at least it looks like he's going to make it to decision day when most of these other guys haven't. And yeah, it's terrible. He's putting his own desire to look good on camera in front of Becca's feelings. He's more concerned with how he looks than how Becca feels. And that's pretty shitty. Yeah. The only way, the only reason why I keep saying that that I still believe that he does have feelings for her or he did at some point. It's like, why would you fly to Philadelphia to see your grandparents with a girl that you know you're going to break up with in a month? Like, wait a month and then go see your grandma. Like, literally, why would you, why would you do that? Well, why that was, would you, that was pretty early on. Why would you on. introduce... It wasn't, like, two weeks ago. Well, no, what are you talking about? No, it wasn't. First of all, it was... It was two weeks ago. It was when Michael was getting married. 
I know, but how early in the in their relationship was it? It was the a first month. month. Yeah, it was yeah. the first month. Also, your family's gonna see Becca on TV. She's not a. She, you can't just like for, pretend she never existed. No, but if Grandma lived down the street, sure. Yeah. If you are not feeling her, if you know you're going to break up with her, why are you getting on the plane with her, bringing her to Philadelphia? Because he wants to look like her? a good guy. But like, it, they weren't even filming. They did a little self-filming. A self-filming. They went to some- Who gives a shit? You can literally either wait a month or say, hey, like, I need to go and see my family. I'm sorry about it. Go for a long weekend without her to have a break if you are so not into her. All right, let's see. Let's see, because I stand by everything I've said. I I think he got the ick over something. I still believe that he is or at some point was attracted to her. Sure, okay, maybe. But I think that died out very quickly. We'll see. All right, Chloe and Michael. We got sex DP paying them a visit. SDP. SDP. And Chloe's feeling good about things. At this point, there's a burning intensity in this relationship. Yes. They've, been, they've been going deep and things have been going great. And I think Michael feels the same, although he feels he hasn't always been his best self, maybe, while they've been filming. Yeah, and I can understand because he's like, yeah, sometimes I just take a nap, which is fine. Who doesn't yeah. love taking a nap? Yeah. And and I want to believe that's an authentic concern of Michael's. Like, I don't think he's saying that in the sense of like, look how amazing I am. I feel bad when I take a 30 minute nap. I think he really feels like, I hope I'm, yeah. I hope I'm being a team player, even though I feel tired sometimes and have to take a nap. I think they both are very mature and can communicate very well, especially Michael. Yeah. She can too. And it's just, maybe it comes from their experience. They have almost 10 more years on everyone else, True. right? True. And so they've been through more relationships. And so they, they really know what they want. And so far, things been going well. I don't know if they're going to say yes on decision day because they're so different. Yeah. They're so different. But I almost feel like... Again, they're at this point that they're almost 40 and they like, we haven't found love yet. This is it. Let's give it our best shot. And they are. I think they, they, and it's, it's early for them, but I think they would say yes on decision day and then see how things are post cameras and then maybe split. We'll see. I mean, so far they are the only couple that may say yes at this point. Yeah. Sex DP brings up intimacy and... We cut to the breast cam, the nest cam, Jesus. and this is borderline pornographic. Well, this is her giving him a hand job and Something. a BJ. Something. This yeah. Was, this lifetime? Like, what are we doing here? This is a lot to I swallow. It was a blanket, so. A blanket kind of. and a blur. Yeah. But I was like, wow, I would never think that I, she strikes me as a prude that's what i was saying it's like oh no. she's like a banana just lady like in the peeling. lady in the streets but a freak in the sheets well yes but we didn't know it about her until now Ooh, no those those girls you, you know you see them at the office how do you know you see them at the office and you know when you get home you are you are not so buttoned up young lady me i don't know i'm just saying who yeah yeah i, th- I think I could see Chloe always have having a little bit of a freakier side. Again, not silly. She's not making anyone laugh. She's not. She's not the Three Stooges. She's what, what's that? Her, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. What's their names? Larry, Mo, and Curly. Um, Larry David. No, but she's <laughs> she's putting a eyelash on her forehead. Like that's the extent of that's Forgot that's her, that's, so her silly. that's her biggest routine. But that's her closer. But no, I of course I can see her getting a little sexual. She's so see, she's so I, wound I up tight at the office. She gets home and she needs a release. I could see that. If she told me that from day one, I'd be like, yeah, totally. But I don't think she's Chris Rock. I honestly i I didn't think that she would be up for anything like that. All she right. really strikes me as a prude. Who probably is going to have sex once to conceive. Well, I mean, they haven't masturbated each other, so 
Well, that's the homework. There's that. Yeah, SDP is like, go to the adult store, get three items that you guys can share and use them. Yeah, forget about the stupid baskets. Yeah. This is a a good homework. This is a sexual scavenger hunt. So they go to the sex shop and they were like, clothing and lingerie over here, kinks over here. Michael immediately goes straight to the clothing. And he's like looking at this leather shirt. I'm like... (laughs) I would be looking at the leather shirt just to, like, wet it outside. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't the assignment. The assignment was to get some toys. So then they go and find some edible edible bath scrubs and, like, a ping pong paddle. Then there was a fingerless latex glove for some reason. It looks like a fin. Something like that. It's like if you want to have, like, a sex with a dolphin. Oh. oh. I don't think that's like legal. A, like a little, like a fish fantasy. I don't think that's, oh, like people. Ooh, something like that. Something like that. Chloe just wants another vibrator and, and some other toys. Speaking of fish, another uh-huh. life of fish. I just saw an article that someone, like a, a amateur photographer, took a photo, like a video of two whales having sex, but they both were a male. Mm-hmm. Whales can be gay. Okay. It's wild. Yeah, and male, isn't it like male starfish are the ones, or seahorses? They did. Seahorses are the ones who carry the babies. Male ones. Yeah. yeah. I wish you were a seahorse if we ever get to that <laughs> point. <laughs> but yeah, like whales can be gay. Isn't it wild? I guess so. Isn't that wild? It's beautiful. Why is that wild? Because first of all, they're whales. Yeah. And they're animals. How do they? I always, I never thought of animals being gay. I don't know. <laughs> but how do they even know what to do? I guess they do just they, figure it out. Do like, how have, do you how do you like, like swim around and find a gay whale? Do they have, <laughs> do they have penises? I think they have something. They do, must. I mean, they got blowholes. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but like two male whales having sex. I love it. Send me I a link. I love it too. Send me a link. All right, let's take a <laughs> let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the the dinner. Between Emily and Brennan. It was a brutal one. All right, take a break. We'll be back in a second. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Did you look up the whales? No, I'm <laughs> still waiting for you to email me the story. Honestly, you can't tell if it's a male or a female unless you read the article. They can. Well, they can, yes. It's not like one is wearing a skirt. Right. Or not, actually. Right. Yeah. Anyways. Emily and Brennan going to dinner. So they're at the restaurant. They cheers to surviving. Not just this process so far, but that branch. Yeah. Honestly, this this was painful. This one from, oh, thank you, Brennan, for t- taking care of me. To basically, dun, dun, dun. basically, Brandon be like, well, I think, uh, I think maybe you got your hopes up a little too much after this accident. I was, I was just here being a, a nurse. He's like, we're not like we're still like doing the friendship kind of. Uh, he, yeah. For, Bro. You, you think you had there was hope for one second, and then he reminds you he's the biggest douche mm-hmm. on this season. He's like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. After the accident, I think your expectations were just. Just a little too high. It's like, huh? But then he's trying to, like, save his ass. He's like, yeah, like, I've been trying. And Emily says, well, you chinch after the honeymoon. And then I thought things were getting better after the accident. And Brennan is like, so all my efforts are going to be ignored? What efforts? I get it. Okay, you took care of her. But you also gave her false hopes. Well, he was like, "I, I stayed here for you. I put you before me, but if you listened to me, you wouldn't have almost died. It's like, huh? He's trying to say, like, if you listened to me and we broke up weeks ago, 
we would have never went ATVing. And then you wouldn't have almost died. And it's like, this is the most unhelpful logic that mm-hmm. has ever been applied to any situation in the history of situations. Yes. He's, and so, the, yeah, he's a douche. He, yeah. And I just love how Emily was like, you know, we're, we're on a show about being married. Good for her. I, I think here is why it's this season is shitty. I love it. I love watching it. But all the women, every single one of them, Claire, Emily, Becca, Lauren, they came to be married. They came to find a husband. Yeah. They're being very authentic, very honest on camera about everything. And then you have these guys, Brennan, a liar who had an issue with something and now he's just being an asshole. Austin playing games. Oh, Ryan, like, who, where is he? Like, who cares about him? Just literally <laughs> went from zero to 100 and divorced within five minutes. And then, um, what's his name? The Australian guy. Uh, Cameron. Cameron. I really liked him. I had high hopes, but then they kind of became friends. And then he got sick. So I don't want to bash him. But there's also no love connection. If there was, if they were trying or he was trying a little harder, I guess Clara was needed to try a little harder too. So I feel like they were just better of his friends. Mm -hmm. But I think all the women came here to be married. And all these freaking guys are here like, oh, you're making me look bad on camera. Don't say this. Don't say that. Delete this. Delete (laughs) that. It's like... That's not what the show is about. Like, you should have stick to Tinder, and I'm sure you would be more successful there than, like, getting on TV and, ugh, ugh. <laughs> At least we got maybe somewhat close to finding out what that ick was that Brennan had because he says, oh, we spent so much time together. I got to see all sides of you, and I saw some red flags. And one of the red flags was the negativity. Honestly, I wanted to like slap him because out of all these people, I don't think I've ever seen anyone as positive as freaking Emily. I would agree with you on the surface. But then when he did give an example about the wedding vows, I not that this is anything to get a divorce over, but sometimes you are unnecessarily judgy about people or things and you know I call you out on it I'm like why I'm like why do we have to be mean about this why do you have to and that's sort of what he was saying but I'm not mean about things I just call things out when I when something's a little icky but it could still be mean and if you had said something about a friend of ours vows I would be like why do you have to say that the what good what what comes of that what what value is that bringing to the conversation and we've got eight years of positivity that, sure, when you have your little judgmental comments or things. You do that too sometimes. I, but it maybe it doesn't bother you. I've told you multiple times, I'm like, I don't like when you get that judge. I don't like when you have to say those sort of things. But we have so many, so much positivity that a, one of those every once in a while doesn't matter. But if this but, is happening a couple of weeks into the relationship, there's not enough of a positive foundation. True. I could see that. Just to clarify, when I make judgy comments, I made them based on real things. I make them based on like I see something. Yeah, and, and so did Emily. You. And so did Emily. Yeah, but Emily then- wasn't Emily wasn't wrong. Chloe's vows were vanilla and basic. It's just something that doesn't need to be said. I think she was calling out Michael's vows. No? Whoever's it was. Yeah, true. She wasn't wrong. It just didn't need to be said and didn't put her in a positive light in that, in that moment. It made her look like, oh, what a bitch. Why is she being so judgy about this woman's beautiful day? True. Okay. And so if I'm Brennan, I can see getting upset over that. Is it worth divorcing over? Of course not. But if you don't have enough positivity in your relationship and then those things do start mounting, you might go, what is this? Who is this type of person that's willing to just shit on people's special day and and make rude, judgy, negative comments about people? Like, do I think that's the truth of the matter of why he's not into her? Not really. But I... I do understand where he's coming from when he's like, you're not always the most positive person. Sure, but you cannot always be positive. No, no. You, like, 
I am a positive person. However, I have my moments. I think you are a positive person. You have your moments. Of course. Right? We all have our moments. Brennan is a Debbie Downer incorporated. 100%. Like, him calling out someone for being negative is bullshit. Yeah, 100%. He, his persona, his personality is just a, a walking wet blanket. Yeah, but if anything... Okay, I get it. Like, I would never judge anyone's vows. I usually judge people's food at weddings, but Mm -hmm. that's not their fault necessarily, right? If the food is cold. And it's also timing. Like, if we were driving home from the wedding and you told me, well, that was the worst wedding food I've ever had, I would be like, let's talk about it. Like, I agree or I disagree. If you said it while we were sitting at the table with other guests. I would never do that. No, you wouldn't. Emily did. Emily was standing in a circle judging the wedding and it just didn't make her look the best Correct. i'm just a big foodie so i always such a foodie i am a foodie so i judge people it's more such about a like snooty foodie i'm more about like if you pay so much money for a wedding food and all that make it good or at least keep it warm that's that's how i live my life sure so emily hears this gets upset goes to the bathroom and Sits on the oh. bathroom floor. Oh, I, I was I wanted to slap her. Now I'm Team Brennan. <laughs> like, what are we doing sitting on a public bathroom floor? It's so disgust. I like Emily. I still love Emily, and I'm still Team Emily. But touching anything, like I would never even put a purse on a bathroom floor. No, no. Like ever. Like if if I need to go to the bathroom, public bathroom, and there is no hanger to hang my purse. I try to pee with the with holding the purse. I yeah. would never or try to put it on the uh, anywhere but Just the floor. Just sit on the toilet if you're looking to sit somewhere. <laughs> no, well, that's that's gross. Well, so. put down a couple of pieces of toilet paper, sit on the toilet. You're, just, just don't sit. Just stand. Let's just let's just stand. I guess in my mind, I don't know about women's bathrooms. Men's bathroom floors are absolutely atrocious because there's urinals and people miss the urinal and they're peeing all over the floor. A women's bathroom, you're probably more accurate. Oh, uh, I think I, I've i seen some disgusting bathrooms, so yeah. it I would never sit on the bathroom floor, yeah. ever. Like, it's just gross. Yeah. It's just gross. Yeah. So she gets up finally, not soon enough, comes back, is just like, another glass of red wine, please. Yeah, another Malbec. Yeah, and she tries to find the other red flags, but he's unwilling to divulge that information they just kind of stick on the negativity yes and, and so then we see her the ne- new day who this she's self-filming saying that brennan decided to sleep at his house and well this is probably it yeah then we had claire and emily together and claire's got some news some tea and and brennan is <laughs> shittier than we ever expected Bro, at least wait for a month. Like, at least wait. That's what I don't understand. That's yeah. why, like, I do believe. I do believe this, but at the same time, it's so un- it's so unfathomable. Because, one, why would you not wait a month? And, two, if you can't wait a month, why are you reaching out to another guy who's on this season who is still in a relationship, not divorced, and looking to go on double dates? Because they're separated. So he – I think he was looking for maybe – for Cameron, he wants to go so he wouldn't feel that shitty about himself because maybe. I'm sure that is a level of guilt, maybe, because you have a wife at home. Like, literally, you're married. Yeah, but they, yeah, they both are. Correct, but Bre- Brandon, uh, Cameron, Cameron wasn't going on dates. Cameron dealing with his own health issues, telling Claire all this. But that's why I'm saying, like, I do believe it. I, re- I really trust Claire. But at the same time, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would Brennan reach out to a guy who's on this show and go on a double date? Because as I'm saying. You want it to come out? Like it's going to come out. No, he wants to feel good about himself thinking, oh, Cameron's in the same place. They're separated. Maybe he wants to have some fun too. So ask Orion or like someone whose relationship is You think him and Orion are friends? No. No. It exactly. Just, it was so shy. It's so disrespectful. Of, I, I don't think Brennan thought that Cameron's going to tell Claire. I think that's the only reason he I asked. Guess. Because otherwise, why would you ask? I think he just thought, oh, here is my bro, literally in the same boat, separated. I'm separated. Like, I have these two girls. Like, maybe he wants to go on a double date with me. I don't think he realized that him and Claire, even though they're separated, 
they talk yeah. and they're like more more friendly with each other than he maybe knew. Yeah. It's it's crazy disrespectful. Wait four weeks or eight weeks or, or however long it is. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, well, who would go on a date with him if he's unmarried for a side? No but one knows yet. Exactly. I forget about it. No one yeah. knows yet. So he can be on Tinder living his best life. Yeah. Crazy. And so New Day, Emily tells Brennan what she knows and he just denies it. But at the same time, he kind of admits to it. He's just like, well, that's not true. But, you know, like we joke about things all the time. It's like, oh, so you're okay. If you're saying you're joking about it, you're not joking yeah. about it. You were being serious. And Emily's just calls him manipulative. And Brandon's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to come and fuck up my shit yeah. and I'll be the, I'll get the fuck out of there. It's like, you just told her that it's true because he got so upset when she called you out. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's probably the worst on this season. Oh, he He's is. tied with Orion, but they're both yeah. pretty, pretty despicable. Yeah. And so then he just comes, gets his stuff, and he's like, I'll see you on decision day. <laughs> it's yeah. like, um, I think you all, all of you guys made a decision already. Yeah, save, save the gas money and just let's all call it. There's no need to drive in an SUV to say no. But I kind of want to hear everyone's full reasoning. Maybe they will come clean because that's the end, right? Maybe yeah. they will come clean and tell us what happened. Like, I don't think they will. I really we'll don't think. See. Maybe, I hope. So then we have a, a girls hang. All the all the ladies are together kind of supporting Emily. Mm-hmm. And, and she explains to everyone how Brennan thinks she's too negative and that's why it won't work. Yes. We learn one piece of sickening news that... Brennan makes her delete diary cams. Yeah. If he doesn't look good, Ugh, he's like, this is not part of our story. It's like, bro, bro yes, you don't is. write the story. The story writes itself. Exactly. Well put. Well said. Yeah. I think Chloe's just there shocked because yeah. she's kind of removed from what's going on with the girls because she's, I think she's new to the group and she's older than them and she's not going through so so much shit as they are so she's just shocked yeah becca says she still loves austin and that's what i'm saying because she does yeah but she keeps saying you know he's a nice he's a good person he's nice like that's why i think like i think he's different off camera i don't think he's like beating her up no emily has donated her rosy colored glasses to becca and becca has fully embraced them oh he makes he's making our world a better place what are you talking about how is your world a better place if you're getting screamed at for leaving a door open that was the opposite he she said i think she i think becca said that she wants to keep the lid open so your washing machine doesn't get moldy. Yeah, Maybe he yelled he keeps at her. shutting it down. And he yelled at her. Yeah, that's dumb. You need to let it dry. Okay, but my point is, how is the world a better place when he's freaking out on you? It's not. Off- exactly. So stop saying that, Becca. Take the rosy colored glasses off and, pa- and pass them to someone else. Yeah, just oh, like sit on them. Yeah, let's let's break those things. <laughs> um, speaking of Becca, she's with her friend Lindsay, kind of talking about the issues with Austin. Yeah, and her friend Lindsay is a real friend because she keeps listening to all of this and says, "Girl, like this is not okay. Like if yeah. this was happening to me, like you would call me out on it. Like that's that's just not okay." Yeah, you're not desired. You're not feeling yeah. respected or cherished. That's that's a true red flag. Yeah, and the fact that he's being different on and off camera, that's just, that's not okay. Because here's the thing. If you are being authentic, maths works. If they match you up with the right people, maths can work, right? Eh. But, well, it does. There's it's still 20, couples. 25% of the time. There's still couples that are, they've been together. And I watched the, it was like this after party with the past couples who are uh-huh. still together. Mm-hmm. And Chris. From Alyssa and Chris? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, uh, he's dating. He's a happy he, guy. He skipped a Frisbee golf game apparently, for this? Apparently, Alyssa was such a moron that she was kind of ghosting him on 
Dude, divorce paper that they oh. just got divorced. Oh, He's like, on. we've been dragging it out. Like, because she was MIA. Oh. Poor Chris. Oh. But there's some successful couples. But I don't know if the experts... I don't know. They they need to pair them up based on, first of all, like religion, political views. And like, look at the people too. Like, yeah. If, if you have someone who who wants to have kids and is extremely religious, then don't pair him up with a, with a Jewish girl who is also an atheist. Mm. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it, Beck and Austin. It's not going to work. No, and I, work. I don't know why they're trying to push it and trying to prove a point that love conquers all. It right. doesn't. It truly doesn't. No, that's the point they're trying to make. And Yeah, and it's dumb because, like, I love you to death. But if you were extremely religious... And there was something else we disagree on, like, let's say kids, then Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be married because those are big things. Right, right. And to that point, Austin was talking to his friends and it's like, there's there's good in this relationship and I'm willing to put in the work to be with her. But where is the limit? And it's like, if you love a person, there is no limit. There is no limit. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I still believe that. There is something between them. However, I think no. the ca- Yeah, I do. Let me finish. I think the cameras may made it difficult for him to be authentic. And maybe, potentially, they could give it a shot once the cameras are away. I don't think that Austin is a person who likes to be filmed, who likes to be put out there. And I think he was playing a persona a little bit, which hurt the relationship. But I still think that potentially they could make it work because they had some good times. Yeah, as friends. Friends can grow. Sure. But again, I would like to see them maybe giving a shot once the cameras are away to see. Because then you have no excuses on camera, off camera person. The cameras aren't there 24-7. I mean, there's a Nest Cam and we saw Becca and Austin on the Nest Cam getting into it a little bit. But there's not a camera crew in your face 24-7. No, but they're there enough. Plus, as you said, you have the Nest Cam, so you're being watched. Imagine knowing that. But you can still go out to a restaurant, have a nice date. And if you're into the person, be like, isn't this great? The cameras aren't here. We can truly be ourselves. And I think they were doing it. I think they started having a lot of issues in the past couple of weeks. Uh, I don't something buy happened. I don't, I don't buy it. I do buy it. Yeah, something happened. Becca started to push the topic of intimacy. You're, she didn't push that the first week because it's the first week and she's going to respect boundaries. Week three, week four, week five, she's going, we're married. We've been together a month. Let's get a little intimate. And now he's got to push back. There was nothing to push back on the first week or two. No, and I'm not saying I'm Team Austin. I'm not. Like it's fucked up that he is not being authentic. However, I still think that they they are into each other. I don't understand. I do. Take the rosy glasses off. I'm not gonna take them off because <laughs> you you're not so you touchy feely all the time with someone you that gives you the egg. I think something happened and maybe it was the intimacy. Maybe he's afraid. Maybe he doesn't even want to have it knowing that it's going to be discussed on national TV. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just wants to wait. She's not letting him wait she, because she wants to be intimate before she decides. Like I get, I get that. I still believe that there was a real connection. It might not be there anymore. And they might say no on decision day, which I would, totally see but if they say yes i could see them trying and giving it a shot all i can right. see both ways all right you want to talk about touchy feely for a second michael and chloe yes what, they're what opening the vibrators and chloe's just laughing and she wants to see michael using penelope yeah. which is interesting but also this, sure. thing, this thing comes with headphones which is pretty advanced that's advanced yeah um also the dog was there the whole time, which the was the senior dog, which was disturbing. Yeah, I'm sure he witnessed some stuff. Maybe that's why he looks like that. Yeah, he's seen <laughs> a few things. I love senior dogs. Sure, though. But yeah, they're uh, they're exploring each other and good yeah. for them. We need we need a, a couple on this season who's actually into each other. We'll see. So 
So far, I, they do. They strike me as the couple who's got the best chance. But here's the thing with them. It's the opposite with Becca and Austin. I think Becca and Austin were building a connection. I still believe it. Mm-hmm. I think for Michael and Chloe, I think there is more of a, they're trying to be getting a little more sexual. They might bang it out or they do give each other BJs and stuff. But I don't know if there could be love. I don't, I don't know hmm. if there could be the other side of it. I think they can get physical. And you can separate sex from feelings. Sure. A lot of people do that. Sure. But that's not marriage. That's called hooking up. Right. right. Or friendship. L- lust, not love, maybe. Yeah. You can have a friendship, which is all of that minus the sex, or you can hook up, which is the sex part. Marriage is both. I hear you. Can they have both? I hear you. I don't know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. That's the episode. Apologies for the delay. Yeah. My wife was dealing with a little bit of mouth trouble. Yep. Well, you seem to be back and better than ever. Yeah. I hope <laughs> I didn't lose the temporary crown. Oh, boy, I'll, I'll inspect. I we'll, hope I didn't swallow it. Oh, boy, we'll take a look. Because that would, that would suck. That would I'm telling you, I'm still like feeling it. And it's right. been three days. All right. Well, let's rest your mouth then. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to hear more, we're on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Talking about the single life over there. MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. Also on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Call in over there. We post updates like this delay. We apologize again, but follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod so you get all those updates. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot is this unsuccessful season. You're really losing it, Teresa. There's nothing else that's hot. We had 94 minutes of Michael and Chloe exploring each other's bodies. But that's not hot in the sense of that it's not hot the way I do hot. <laughs> the way Teresa does hot is the opposite of hot. Well, if it hot, sucks, it's so it's obvious. Hot. It's so obvious. Mm. It's like, is What about it as even hot, hot as that pottery class? As hot as... As hot as Becca was trying to be in that fleece line jacket. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, Take really a week good. or two off. I'll write your hots for you. No, you're not. Who's hot? Who's not? No, because I'm good at hot. And this is this <laughs> is my hot for the week. You just need to accept it and move on. All right. Smash like it's as hot as the season is bad or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and last but not least, if you haven't let the review, please do. You know, we love love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. That is it. I've said it all. Teresa. I've said it all. Too much means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.